calves and feeder cattle were mostly able to take advantage of last week's break in corn futures to trade higher, while the slower pace at packing plants continues to hamstring fed cattle prices. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmore. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point for May 18th, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. A decent break in corn futures prices over the last week gave feeder cattle futures a chance to move an average of $3.12 higher week to week on Monday from $2.30 to $4.15 higher. The CME feeder cattle index was $3.75 higher week to week on Friday at $133.90. In turn, cash calves and feeder cattle traded steady to $5 higher last week, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service, and mainly $2 to $6 higher after midweek. Corn futures closed an average of $0.66.7 lower through the front six contracts week to week on Monday. That was tied mainly to USDA projecting ending stocks for the new crop year higher in the monthly World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates. Planning progress with 80% of the crop in the ground and a more positive moisture outlook in the U.S. Corn Belt and in Brazil added pressure. Even so, the WASD forecasts the season average farm price for new crop corn at $5.70 a bushel, up $1.35 from the current crop year. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. Sluggish fed cattle trade and stagnant cash prices pressured live cattle futures last week. They were down an average of $1.40 week to week on Monday, from $0.40 lower at the back to $2.87 lower in spot June. Negotiated cash fed cattle prices, though, managed to slog generally $1 to $2 higher on a live basis at mostly $119 to $121 a hundredweight and at $188 to $191 in the beef, depending on the region. More specifically, the five-area direct average steer price last week was $1.37 higher on a live basis at $119.73 a hundredweight. The average steer price on the beef was $190.49, which was $1.96 higher. The latest WASD forecasts the average five-area direct fed steer price at $118 in the second quarter, $114 in the third quarter, and at $120 in the fourth quarter. As alluded to, confirmed trade was plum anemic last week at 59,378 head, compared to almost 75,000 head the previous week and nearly 86,000 head the same week last year. AMS analysts point out labor issues and plant maintenance helped cap total cattle slaughter last week at an estimated 640,000 head compared to the 670,000 head or so necessary to keep cattle from backing up. In his weekly market comments last week, Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, pointed out 
slaughter needs will be seasonally larger in the coming weeks and it will be difficult for feedlots to get more current. Further, he explained, it now appears that it will take the remainder of the second quarter and likely much of the third quarter this year to move the fed cattle industry into tighter numbers and relieve the capacity constraints that are limiting the fed cattle market. That same constriction continues to help wholesale beef prices climb higher, aided by reopening restaurants and food service, coupled with Memorial Day buying. Choice box beef cutout value is $10.51 higher week to week on Monday at $319.62 a hundredweight. Select was $3.13 higher at $296.89. The wide gap between beef and cattle prices continues to fuel producer frustration, of course. On Monday, Senator John Thune from South Dakota and Representative Dusty Johnson from Alabama led a bicameral letter to U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland urging the Department of Justice to move forward with their investigation into anti-competitive practices in the meatpacking industry. According to Ethan Lane, Vice President of Government Affairs for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, despite strong consumer demand and reopening across much of the country, cattle producers face significant business challenges. The farmers and ranchers NCBA represents are contending with high market volatility, drought, and extreme input costs, and they can't capture the value they deserve for the high quality product they supply. Lane continued, we have a high supply of cattle at one end of this equation and a high demand for U.S. beef at the other, but the middle is being choked by the lack of processing capacity. It's in the best interest of both producers and consumers, he says, for the Department of Justice to get to the bottom of the current market dynamics. As summer approaches, drought and lousy pasture conditions look to be a major player in upcoming markets. In his weekly market comments this week, Daryl Peel says, beef cow slaughter increased sharply in the latest data to levels not seen since fall cow calling last November and December. He explains weekly beef cow slaughter increased 13-14% to 14% in the latest two weeks of data over the previous six-week average. It appears herd liquidation is already happening and more can be expected, he says, adding that poor pasture conditions currently, reduced hay stocks, and limited potential for pasture and hay production all suggest that additional beef cow herd liquidation is imminent. Although marginally more positive week to week, 25% of the nation's pasture and range was rated as good or excellent for the week ending May 16th, compared to 47% a year earlier, according to the latest USDA Crop Progress Report. Conversely, 43% was rated as poor or very poor, compared to 16% a year earlier. The previous week, based on regional aggregation compiled by the Livestock Marketing Information Center, Peel explains 51% of pastures were rated poor or very poor in the eight states of the western region, 43% in the seven states of the Great Plains region, and 29% and the Southern Plains states of Oklahoma and Texas. May 1st hay stocks are down in those regions too compared to last year and the five-year average. According to Peel, these three regions account for 60.6% of the total beef cow inventory. He adds currently 40.1% of all beef cows in the country, 12.67 million head, are in states with 40% or more 
poor to very poor pasture and range conditions. And that's your May 18th Calf News Price Point with Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening. Thank you.